Hey, what's up, sickoids? This is Athenar from Midnight, and you're listening to Phantasm. Phantasm. Right, exactly. So if you're going to think you're hot shit being the, the, the scum of the earth is <laughs> looked upon, then, hey, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, it, it, I think with so many things, um, just kind of, uh, you know, jump into this here, but it's, it's <clears throat> you know, I'm... I'm I'm in my 40s. I, I grew up in Florida. I was a death metal fan, and I got into black metal and stuff, too. And, you know, I'm as old as some of those guys that they are in those classic bands. And it's like, I think a lot of that scene's gotten watered down, and there's people out there that speak how, up. How old are you, if I, if I can ask? Oh, please, yeah. <clears throat> I'm 47. I'll be 48 in uh, in August. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we're, we're at the same age. I just turned 48 last month. Then, so. Okay. Well, it, so, you know, to me... Uh, I'll give you a good example, just just right off the off the hip here. It's something we can just kind of shoot into, and then we'll talk about this amazing record you're putting out. Um, you know, Chris Barnes took a bunch of shit recently. A guy that I love, um, not a fan of all of his music, but I loved him when he was in Cannibal. But he took a lot of shit recently for basically saying that a lot of this new death metal stuff is watered down because it is. It's shit. <laughs> I mean. It, it is. It's, it's not untrue. And I and I love him that he said that, and and people love using that guy as a battering ram. And it's like, no, he's just telling you the truth because it is. It's fucking watered down. This deathcore bullshit and all that crap. I can't deal with any of that crap. Yeah, I mean, there's there's still good underground. There is. Yeah, you know, but but for the for the most part, the most part that's on a lot of people's radar. It's it's either very. It's so subgenred, and and it's you know the, just the term melodic death metal to me, you know, and from our age, makes no sense at all. None, none. I mean, it's a, it's like okay, well, are we listen to death metal to get away from melody? Sure. And, you know, it wasn't supposed to be like blah, sure. Blah, 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 blah. It was like you know we wanted autopsy, we wanted you know we wanted uh, uh, you know possessed and, and, yes. and death and, and morbid angel. It, it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be melodic death metal it's it sounds as, as ridiculous as like extreme jazz right it's something like that yeah well the, the thing that bothered me and i don't know if, if you again was being in similar an age where this is a you know the, the stretched out earlobes the death course that thing is so stupid I, i'm completely ignorant to that so I'm, well I'm dude i'm a i'm a you know, and, and, and thank God for bands like Deicide for still existing and, and Malevolent Creation and, and stuff that, that I still feel has balls. Like, I, to me, there, there's nothing supposed to be safe about black metal or death metal, you know. Oh, or, or, or rock and roll. No, and, it's, and it, I think it's gotten way too PC and it's gotten way too safe. And, and that was never what attracted... I remember getting the first Deicide album when I was in high school in cassette and, and like... It scared the hell out of me the first time I listened to that thing. I was like, what is this? This is wild. And I must have listened to it a million times. And, you know, growing up in Florida, I was like, this is really cool. And I went to see them on the Legion tour. And I remember it scaring me half to death. I was like, what? what is this? You know, this is, you know. And then you've got the black metal scene, you know, like Mayhem and, 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 and those cats. And I was like, what? Goddamn, what is this? And, and, and they hate this stuff. They're into their old thing. So that was cool. Right, and I, and I loved it. So I just kept, and now, you know, I, I think for and whoever it is, it doesn't matter. I I, I used Chris Barnes as, as an example, um, but because I think the guy's, uh, you, I, I think he's underrated. I, I I prefer Cannibal with with him in it. Sorry, that's that's just my thing. Uh, I know George; he's a cool dude, but I I prefer Barnes era Cannibal Corpse because it had balls, and I I don't think I think when you get away from that, he was their lyricist too. It's like you you know. 
it's also his name. It was his name of his band, you know. Like people, people want to stone that guy, but it's like, well, aren't you just kind of? It's like going to see Kiss now. It's kind of stupid, you know. Yeah. It's 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 but 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 again, I think stuff has just gotten so safe, you know, and it's and it's it, it's a shame that that's that's where we're at with music. It, it, it in my opinion, it's it's embarrassing. I have people, and I won't say who, but you know, you, you people bring me these. Oh, you should have these guys. I'm not interviewing that fucking garbage. I, I don't want to talk to that. I, I don't. It's I, I, I can't. I, I know they're young and stuff, and that's fine. But they don't even get it. It's it's like, and th- there are some underground, uh, newer, younger death metal bands that get it. There are, but yeah. but it's few and far between, and and and. Uh, it's that it's just the uh, it's the generational gap that's happening, man. I mean, it's it's. Uh, you know, just like with with you know our parents' type of music, that's what it is now. And uh, some of the stuff, some of the stuff that, like even you know what they called rock and roll, wasn't what we called rock and roll. Right. And it's the same thing. It's like what what we thought of death metal is not what a current nineteen year old kid thinks is death metal. You know, it's it's so removed. It's well, it's just, and I, I don't even, you know, I, I can't even relate to, to, to any of it. I guess I just, I told someone the other day, it's like life is just kind of passed me by. I think I'm just kind of in my own uh, realm with stuff. I mean, I listen hey, to. Man, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm talking to you right now on, on a flip phone, and I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> right. I'm in my own bubble, man. I, 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 I'm not really, you know, I'm not an Instagrammer, and all I'm not either. Shit. Yeah, it's. I don't, and I, I think there's something unnatural about about um, you know I use social media, uh, Facebook or whatnot to stay in touch with people I know. But as far as like meeting people on it and, and all this, I don't understand it. It's such a foreign concept to me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a bizarre thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's unnatural. It's, it's, it just. Somewhat, I mean, people make the, the argument that it's the new. Uh, pen pal, you know, uh, tape trading type of thing. Sure. And there is some truth to that. But for the most part, I think it's very narcissistic or whatever. Just, hey, look at me. Look what I have. Um, you know, look where I'm eating. Look what I'm doing. Right. And it's like, is it fuck? <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's a, it, it is. And that's where we're at with everything. Everything, everyone, everyone's opinion matters and everything's yeah. safe. And, and if you don't agree with the majority, then you're canceled out. And, and, I mean, that's the one thing. Everybody has a right to an opinion, and I've always agreed that firmly. I mean, yeah, but your your opinion doesn't mean it's, it's correct. You know, and, and right. mine isn't either. You know, so, you know, let's deal with it. Let's get on with life. But, uh, you know, have your opinion. But, uh, sure. Well, it's it's. I, I tell you, man, it's it's such an honor to have you down to introduce you. Now, I, I, um, I'm a huge fan of, of Midnight, and uh, they have a new album called let There Be Witchery from Metal Blade Records. It comes out March the 4th. They're also going to be on an amazing tour with Watane and uh, Mayhem. And, uh, sir, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today. I thank you so much for doing this. Um, and I, I'm all over the place. We're already talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. I do that. That's just kind of how I roll. I appreciate it. And I hope I'm not taking up your time. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I think the first time I remember listening... Um, I guess it was the previous record um, that I was familiar with your stuff. I was I'm a new newer fan, um, and I discovered it through well, another. I appreciate that you know just even coming through this discussion that we had of uh, newer garbage. So I feel honored that you know. Well, you can tell when someone gets it. You, uh, yeah, yeah. I think when there's a there's a thing. I had a um, oh I cannot think of the gentleman's name right now to save my life. The gentleman from Repulsion. Scott. Uh, um. The singer, bass player, Scott Carlson? No, it would have been... Uh, Matt, the guitar player? It was Matt. So Matt and I did an interview, and I want to... I, I don't know him, but he was kind enough to do an interview with me several years back. Um, and I wanted to... It, I think you're going to love this. It's a, it's a quote that he said. We were talking about similar stuff, and he goes, You cannot mimic something unless you actually grew up with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's truth I mean, to that. I, I think there's I think there's people you you and I understand something different than a twenty four year old is going to because we actually lived it, whether we were doing music stuff back then or not. But I think there's some he was basically saying that if, if you were raised in something and you actually were part of a scene, whether you were 
involved in it or not, musically or not, that you could actually, you can still achieve creativity drawing from that. Whereas someone trying to just recreate something like that, they can do it, but it's, it's it just sounds processed. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's, it's, that's 100% true. I mean, you, you know, my dad can tell me about Vietnam all day, but he was there. You know, I, so was my Uncle Dallas and my Uncle Cliff. I never met my Uncle Cliff. He died in Vietnam, but my Uncle Dallas served there. So awesome to your dad, too, for that, too. That's cool. But that's the same thing. I mean, it's like, yeah, you, you, can, you, can, you can describe it all you want, but until you're there... Sure, um, sure. Then, then uh, let's do it. So, but, and, and repulsion, like you said, I mean, they, they, uh, they pretty much started the genre of, of it. So... You know, and, and it's cool that it, it came from the Midwest, where it is cool. <laughs> where uh, you know, we're we're from, so it's a it's a it's a good thing. Now, with you, let me ask you this to, to talk about Midnight. Where, where did where did it come from? Where you were like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this, and I'm gonna start doing my own thing. Where where did that where did that all start? Um, just from being in bands for years, you know, with with childhood friends and shit, and not not everybody being on the same page. Sure, so it was it was always. Oh, I don't. I can't do that because of this. Or no, we don't want to do that because of that. Or, or, or I don't like this part of the song. There was just always so much that could have happened, but never did because there was just not everybody was on the same page. So sure. Yeah. You know, at, at some point, I said, "Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm just gonna do this stuff myself and then see what happens." At least, you know, I, I wasn't concerned with um, success as they say or whatever some kind of, it was just like okay I just want to I just want to hear the music how I want to hear it sure. and have things happen how I want to happen that's that's it that was all, that was the that was the, the goal if there was a goal sure. so that that was it just from being in bands and, and being tired of it yeah. now with be a, a, a swinging bachelor yeah. hey well I mean and do you do you do you find it more satisfying doing everything yourself do you like that that you have like you know Oh, totally. Where you've got the you've got you've got the vision and you make the vision a reality. Yeah, yeah, and it's that's exactly what it is. I do have I, I do know what I want it to sound like, and uh, you know it's it's not the most just as we were talking about it's, it's not the most polished. It's not supposed to be polished. It's not supposed to be pretty and perfect. Um, and that's exactly what I want. So uh, totally fine with that. Well, it's 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 exciting. Um, like I said, I, I'm a newer fan of the of the band, and and uh, it's with Letherby Witchery. So, as far as like the when we'll drop into this this record, um, so Telepathic Nightmare is the first track on the album. Um, what, what can you tell us about about that song? From just like you're just just. I don't want you to like you know a lot of people when they talk about this stuff doing this and hope it's cool we're doing it. They I'm not trying to take away from any mystique of anything. Just if you you know whatever you wanted to say about you know that song. Yeah, well, um, well, yeah, like you said, for, you know, first of all, I always I do like people to listen to it and uh, have their opinions of it. Sure, you know, of course. sure. And uh, I mean that's that's why we that's why we do this. But uh, that one, at least for as far as stuff that I've done with Midnight is, is slightly different in the way that it's just a little more Voivodian in nature I think nice with the, some of the chords but uh, so I mean yeah it's it's all these all these tunes in general are just stuff that it, it, they just kind of happen so there's really no real like oh man I have to work on this song you know it just doesn't happen sure there's really no work going into it it's just one one thing goes into another, and then uh, you know, come up with the uh, uh, the doodads on top, and, and hopefully turn it into a song. Well, frothing foulness is just a wonderful title for a song, I think. So I, I've got to. Yeah, I'll agree with that one. Yeah, I'm not trying to trying to pat myself on the back, but you, you should. Know, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, if I, I've never I, met you, but I will do it in person. I'll pat you on the. It's. I was like, wow, that's. That's that's fun. I mean, I I like it. Yeah, Roth and Thomas. Yeah, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, some. I mean, I don't know if you you, you probably don't have the lyrics or anything. Uh, I do not. With the what they sent you, but no. Uh, I mean, all these all these lyrics are pretty self-explanatory. I think. I mean, I, you seem like the type of guy that's just going to be like this is kind of in the same wheelhouse as the title. I can imagine it being. Um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 you know double meanings 
and, and this and that. Sure. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. There's. I'm, I'm a reality type of guy, man. I mean, so there's 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 not much Dungeons and Dragons going on. <laughs> right. Well, I, in sinful secrecy is one that I, another one that I think is a great title. You could that could be all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That could be. Uh, yeah, that, that one. Uh, for some reason, I always thought of that as the top number. I mean, a lot of these tunes, though. I mean, we were just kind of in band practice. We would horse around sometimes, just uh-huh. playing these tunes, and, and and they can be. They can play be played on acoustic guitars and <laughs> just sung. Yeah, I can't imagine. Actually, <laughs> break it down. They're just. I mean, you could you could make a country version of it's in secrecy if you really wanted to. You know, I could see whatever. Uh, uh, who knows uh, what's his face from the TV show with uh, Glenn, Gwen Stefani or whatever the hell. Whatever. Oh yeah, the American or America's Got yeah. Talent or whatever. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's this record's a lot of fun. I know listening to it the. Um, I was listening to it in my car, and I was just like, wow, this is... It, I like listening to records in the car. I don't know why. I like to drive around and listen to an album. I think it's... Me too. Me, me um, too. I think that's where I do my, my, most of my listening. Yeah. Well, this is this record's fun to listen to in the car. So, it's uh, thoroughly... Cool. It's just, it's cool, and I've got to ask you that Nocturnal Molestation, that's another fun... That's a... Uh, ter- yeah, yeah it's, a, it's another... It's another um, Again, self-explanatory kind of uh, waking up in the middle of night and and and, and it's, it's a mutual molestation. That's what I could have called it. It's the 2022 uh, title is mutual molestation. <laughs> okay, I mean it's <laughs> now let me let me ask you this because I've never got to see you perform live. Do you have a live band with you when you when you do these shows when you when you tour? Mm-hmm. You do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, three piece. Yep. Oh, nice. Um, you were supposed to have, there was something I was supposed to have went to that you were performing on it for some reason I didn't make the tour I think I don't remember who you were touring with this would have been pre-pandemic well, this would have been this would have been pre-pandemic and I don't remember well, we toured with uh, Creator and Obituary for the Decibel Tour that is and what then, it was um, that's what it was 2019 we played with uh, Obituary and Abbott so it was the creator thing. So let me tell you about that. So I had an upper respiratory infection, and I fought and fought and fought uh, with Kristen at Nuclear Blast. Love you, Kristen. If you ever heard this, so you don't think I'm a, a bastard, but she got me back there to interview him. But I was so sick, I be- I couldn't even watch the show. Like I literally, yeah. So I, I did, which was awesome. Um, but I missed the whole fucking. I missed everything in front of it because I didn't even get to see them. I, that's how sick I was. Oh, so I had like this really bad upper, but I didn't want to not get the interview, you know. Yeah. And so, but yeah, so that's where I would have missed. That's what it was because that was a hell of a tour package. It was you guys. Damn, just think of it. Think if that would have happened now, man. How how cast away from society you have been if you would have attended a oh, concert yeah. with an upper rep. They would have. Yeah, they would have killed yeah. me. I would have been shunned and Guantanamo Bay and. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but so I didn't. So that's now. Were you doing the three piece back then as well? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 always been a three piece. I mean, I've dabbled in a in a four piece situation Mm -hmm. before. We had an electric um, tambourine player. I'm kidding. No, we just had. That's fine. That's pretty good. Oh right, right. Well, I mean, that would make. Yeah, for for a quick minute, we had a, a. second guitar player but it just it didn't have the feel of a three piece man three pieces right the motorhead venom way to go oh man that's yeah you can't go wrong with that um but yeah so i i was supposed to have seen you then that's when it that's when it would have been and that was when i was introduced to the band because i i bought the cd and then um yeah because you were on if i'm not mistaken you were on hell's headbangers yep yeah so yeah so that would have been, but yeah, man, the new record. Um, as far as like material, did you write a lot of this during the pandemic, or did you? No, no oh, okay. This was this was all even recorded pre-pandemic. I mean, really? Was, wow. Was, that was all written in 2019, and then you know, Rebirth by Blasphemy, you know, came out early 2020. Okay. Like, yep. And, and, it was like the, the perfect storm for that that record to come out. It just came out like right before. It's like okay, we're doing all this press, and the, the record's good, and uh, Metal Blade, you know, first uh, first release on Metal Blade, right? And then, wah, wah, you know, the uh, right. 
and so it, it nothing happened. So 2020 had huge plans to to, to uh, tour and gigs and this and that. So I wanted to record this album, Let There Be Witchery, before all that shit um, happened. Because I knew I, I, at least I thought I wouldn't have time in 2020 to record it. So I recorded it in January 2020, and so it's been done since then. Wow. So this is your second release with Metal Blade? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm missing a record. I'm going to have to go get that because I don't... I, I buy everything um, still on CD, so I'm stoned by all my hipster friends because it's not on vinyl, and um, and then I'm also stoned... Well, I buy... I buy well, I'm, well, I'm, a, I'm a record nut, too. I mean, I've been a record nut since I I, so. I think records are but cool. I, I can't I, fucking I afford them. <laughs> I can't afford them. <laughs> That's a thing, man. I, 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 me and my, me and my uh, buddies kind of joke about it. So it's like, fuck, man. Remember, like, buying, you know, that's, again, that sounds like an old buzzard, but, like, remember back in the days you can buy a set It's the truth. Record? It's the and truth. Now it's, like to, if, it's like, well, A, it's tough to find it in a store. It uh, is. B, so you have to buy it uh, online, so you have to pay uh, shipping and tax and stuff. So you're sure. minimally paying twenty four ninety nine start rate. Then there's $6 for shipping and then $2 tax. So you're paying, like, 32 bucks, whatever, 32 For a record, yep. For a single LP. Yeah, it's, uh, well, I don't have. I'm a big comic book collector. I'm a huge nerd. I, I have collected comics for years. I've graded comics and all this. I don't know much you know about comics, but I'm a big comic nut. So, to do vinyl too, I would have nowhere to live. I would be sleeping on my stuff. So, it's, okay, yeah, you got pick your poison. I got comic book book boxes everywhere. But but it's but no, I mean I like and I love. I saw you were doing all these different like versions of the vinyl of the new album with Metal Boy, which is cool. I just and I love I think vinyl's cool as shit. I just I don't have a nice stereo and I still rock CDs in the car, so it's it's just easier yeah. for me to get it that way. And I don't do anything digitally. I don't I just I mean when I have to with these well, this releases stuff like before we obviously this is digital, they didn't send me. I wish it was a thing back in the day they sent me the promo. When we yeah, first yeah, the, even five years ago, Nuclear Blast used to send me, you know, promos, which was awesome. I loved getting wow. physical copies of stuff. I thought that was the shit, but you know, because I didn't sell, I kept the stuff. I'm a huge fan. It's like just saved me from having to but I love buying support the band or whatever, you go to the show, buy a hoodie, whatever. I like to do that too. But um but yeah, the new record so as far as like album art, do you do you do that as well or do you do you have an artist you work with or is that a is that uh, no, different every been, album? Uh, yeah, it's always been the same guy. Uh, he's he's uh, uh, you know like my Derek Riggs type guy. You know, he's done the, all the covers since the first album. Really, that's awesome. So, yeah, so I like his style. It's 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 uh, it's unpleasant and it's not perfect and it's unique. I think to uh, it is metal covers. You know, I mean, it's not your standard gore cover. It's not your standard uh, goats fucking nuns and sure, sure. Cover. It's like yeah. uh, so. It's it's got its own thing, I think. Well, you know, it's interesting when I had um, when the um, the first record that, that I had listened to. Um, I remember because I, I heard it obviously digitally first, and I was I want to go buy this, and I you know, get off Amazon or whatever. Um, but the, it's funny because, and I don't know if you go through this, man. Finding physical media of certain bands is is hard as hell. Like. If, if, if you don't go to like indie merch, which I, I noticed a lot of your stuff, you guys get the metal blade through the indie merch, so you can get a lot of cool stuff of Midnight's off there. Guys, you guys are listening. You can go get that stuff off there physically. Um, and I have to go there sometimes because you, you can't fucking find it. Yeah. Like, I'm a big King Diamond and Merciful Fate fan, and they put all these like mini LP reissues of all his classic stuff out last year. I bought every fucking bit of it. Yeah, yeah. And, but I got it off, I ended up getting it off of... Uh, indie merch because I could Amazon didn't have any of it and I was like okay well that's fucked up because you think they would have it and they've gotten rid of like all record stores like I used to go in a place I don't know if you've ever been in a Hastings before but I used to spend a fucking fortune in that place um, Hastings yeah. in Florida yeah well they're, they're all over they're out of Texas do you remember them have you ever been in one before I mean they're gone now they're all out of business but yeah no I mean uh, like the, the more like the, the smaller chains up here we had were Peaches and Camelot Okay. And, uh, those kind of things. Well, Hastings was huge. It was like the size of a blockbuster, and they had music, and then I could buy my like Blu-rays there. I could buy DVDs, whatever. It was fucking cool. My comics. Oh, okay. And I loved it. And they went fucking bankrupt back in 2017. 
but uh, I would get everything physically through them. So now I'm having to like it's 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 you have to like pre-order all this stuff and buy all everything's like online. A lot of the times I like to go to shows, bands have stuff with them on the tour, you know. So that's always yeah, that's right. Too. That's right. It was, yeah, I'm a, my I'm, I'm a sneaker into shows. That's what I've done for my whole life. <laughs> I just it, yeah, I get that's how I get my kicks. Trying to figure out how to sneak in the gigs. Sure. But then I, but then I buy. I'm a merch buyer, so I got shirts galore you know records galore all that kind of stuff yeah that's that's what same I'm, yeah so it's I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a merch buyer well it's 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 weird with 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 um a lot of stuff because um a lot of times well being in florida i'll a lot of the tours i'll end up um they end up uh they don't either come near me where I'm at, or they end up where if I travel to. By the time I catch them, they're out of stuff. It sucks, but I always try to support when I can, you know. And they buy a lot of stuff online, and especially during the pandemic, like people's like big cartel stores and all that, you know, stuff. Hopefully that helps yeah. the bands too. Because I know the last time that I'd spoke with, um, oh gosh, I can't think of his name. One of the guitarists from Mayhem. He was saying that you know when that tour, the the tour they had had planned. I guess it was. It's this one, is it not? Was it not Probably. this? Too? Yeah, what he said that it it really hurt them, like merch wise. They had all this stuff printed up, and uh, yeah. you know, and it just sucks. And I hate that yeah, for any band. We, we that's, did the same. I mean, we were we, like I said, we were supposed to leave. We had our shirts uh, shipped to us like three days before we were about to go out, and then that's when it was like March, whatever the hell, you know, yep. on St. Patrick's Day. Then there was like, you know, world shutdown. So like, okay, well, we got hundreds of shirts here, but whatever, whatever. I mean, you know, they there could be worse things in the world that happen. So, well, I mean, I'm glad this tour is finally happening. You've got to be excited about that. I mean, that's yeah. You know. Like I said, I'll, I'll believe it when my when my foot's on the stage. <laughs> right. It's it's. I mean, it's it's funny. A lot of the times, uh, my mom is from Atlanta, so I would always go to you know Masquerade or whatever. I was that's where I was my go to place growing up. Um, oh, okay. To see yeah, stuff. Cool so that yeah. And, you know, the old place that they closed down, it was haunted. I've heard all kinds of crazy stories about that. I've heard some stuff about that place, too, yeah. Dude, I mean, there's some... I've heard some really crazy stuff about that, because people tell me it was haunted and all kinds... I mean, like, honest conversations where they were like, oh, no, there's some weird shit that's happening here, and I've seen some weird shit loading out of here, and, you know, it's bizarre, but... Um, you guys are doing like the whole trek. Are you all? Um, are you planning when this tour is done? Are you are you are you going to be doing any of like the European festival stuff? Are you going to be doing anything like that of an international nature? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's the same same kind of a situation as the uh, last time. I mean, just a yeah summer and, and stuff going to uh, Europe and tour with uh, uh, Night Demon and, and the European festival cool. and shit like that, and then coming back in fall to do uh, um, some more more u.s gigs so i mean the the the, the plate is full now let's see if we can eat you know I'm, i think it's great that um that i mean i think the tour package this one's great watain's great um uh mayhem's oh god every time i've seen them they were so good um i guess the last time i saw them they were touring with immolation i think and they, it was fabulous um cool. Cool. it was just a really really good show and then um yeah, it was it was it was interesting. Um, it was it was cool to actually because I think a lot of um, they're one of the only black metal bands that I think is actually um, I, I just think they're great. I don't know, they're just that band's so much to have been through all the stuff they've been through and you know and just everything else. And I, I never got to see them obviously back in the day. It was all you know us being similar in age. It's like stuff you just. I had to watch yeah, them. I think the first time I saw them, I think it was, uh, I think they played uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest, maybe 97. Dude, you used to go to Milwaukee too? I did too. Yeah, I mean, I went there to, well, that, when Venom played their, uh, that, their, you know, their, their reunion show. Yeah. Was, you know, the Mantis, Abaddon, Kronos, oh. 97. Uh, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. We had Abaddon and, and Mantis on a few years ago when they were touring with Goat Horror, and, uh, uh, back in seventeen, I believe, when they were doing that, that okay, yeah, yeah, those uh, guys were the Venom. fucking yeah. Those guys were so cool, man. I could not believe I got to meet them. They were so nice. Um, oh yeah, I've always heard just good things about yeah, especially so yeah, cool man. and professional. And then a bad was drinking Jack Daniels with me, and I was just like, wow, you're just the best dude in the world. Like I, I remember having like posters of you up on my wall. It was just cool. It was surreal, you know. And the, yeah, those guys yeah. are the best. I I, I saw. 
the version without them, I guess in the early 90s at a club in Tampa, which would have just been with just the vocalist or whatever when it was just Venom. You know. With, with uh, Demolition Man in the early 90s in the States? No, 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 no. This would have been with the, the original vocalist, you know, that Venom. the Chronos? Yeah. And I'm wanting to say it was either late 80s or early 90s when he... Because I saw, I saw, I used to work at a bar that had, when I was in my late teens, and we had a lot of cover bands in there. Yeah. And I was under the impression it was a cover band, and it was, it was, it was Venom, but it just, no Mantis or Abaddon, it was just, just Kronos. And they had played at some thing in Mexico, and we had them in there. Seriously, I have to say, I've got a bunch of pictures of it. It's funny with me with him. Interesting. This was like 90 or 91. Because my best friend worked at a crystal. It's funny because he came to the show and it was like, I have like pictures of all of us. It was just funny. It was really weird. Maybe, maybe it was, what was he, because at that point I think he was doing the, uh, it was the Kronos solo. Band. That is exactly what it was. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. But you get a kick out of it. I can send them to you. I've got a bunch of pictures. Well, I think it was just by default because he was flying back to England out of Florida or wherever he oh, okay. lived. Wow. So he played this cover bar. Like this, but we didn't even have bands in there. It was like all cover bands, like you know. Oh, wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, it was. It was really weird, and it was really bizarre when they did it because I was like, "That's him." And they're like, "Yeah, that's." Him. I was like, "Yeah, that." So when he got done playing, I was like, "Is it cool if I can?" He's like, "Yeah, of course." And I had like a Subway poster of Black Metal, the Black Metal album, and he signed that for me. Like this John S. Subway poster that I took from like a record store that I used to work at. Oh, but, yeah, so that was that was really cool, but. The Mantis and a bad thing that we did a few years ago. That interview is actually it's pretty cool. You should check it. It's pretty fun. They, they were just silly during the whole Very nice. Yeah, Those guys were sure. so cool. Yeah. But no, it was. I mean, I thought it was a good build too. Like them and Goat Horror. I thought it was awesome. So that was just it was it was neat. Um, but a lot of, I, you, it's kind of like I think going back and listening to all that stuff. And you know, I, I, I'm with you. I think Venom is is such an important band. Um, I just do. I think them and, you know, uh, some of the new Everish Heavy Metal, I love Motorhead. You know, I was never a big Iron Maiden fan. Like, I like them. I think they're a great band, but I'm, I'm not, it's not really my thing. Um, I was more into, like, Merciful Fate and King Diamond and more Merciful Fate than King Diamond. The King Diamond's something I got into, like, later, but I was. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love Merciful Fate. King uh, Diamond was one of, that was one of the second shows I saw in my life. Really? Diamond in Trouble. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I know that the... I'm trying to think. I saw him on... The first time I saw him was Conspiracy. Okay. Yep, I I saw that tour, too. And I don't remember who they were... Do you remember who they were touring with? I do not. I want to say it was Crimson... I want to say it was Crimson Glory. It was somebody weird. It was like a label mate band. I just thought it was fucking weird. I'm not sure. I mean, Crimson Glory is Florida, too. They are, yep. They are. They're doing regional things with them down there, now, as far as when when you started doing Midnight, do you where where did you come up with the name from and like and like the inspiration behind that? Well, it was just it was just to keep something keep it simple. I mean, that's always been the, been the goal. Just to, it was simplicity. I didn't want to have a name like uh, you know like the the bastard sons of the raging fire. <laughs> right. Know, like, okay. Well, how do you get that on a t-shirt? But um, yeah, I just wanted something chanting. Yeah. Right. You know, midnight, mid, you know, something, something to pick It's good. And, uh, and so that's what it was. It was it's simple, and, and, and it might not make sense if you just Google it. You know, Google the band Midnight. You can't, it's maybe a little tough to do, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's simple. It's so, perfect. It, it really is, I think, for your sound. It's, it's, uh, and it, it's old school, too. It's, it's got the nice little. Yeah, As I sound like a grandpa saying that, but I am. Right. So it's like it, it's yeah. it, it's. But it sounds like something that I would have bought thumbing through vinyl or cassettes at a record bar when I was in my teens. So it's yeah, you know, it's, that's exactly what it was. I mean, there's really no no influence past 1984. If you listen to the stuff, you know, there's no there's no thrash beats. There's no typical you know like Slayer type thrash beat. It's it's all just that um, the fast goes that just the, the, the general speed level beat. Sure. You know? So, um, yeah. So it's it's pretty pretty steeped in 
Let me ask you this. I'm just curious because I'm a fan. I'm not saying that you are. I'm curious if you are. But being into to Venom and Merciful Fate and stuff like that, were you a Wasp fan at all growing up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Me too, yeah. man. I'm. I'm. I hope that tour happens that they're planning. I. I, I would love to just to get to see them again. Um, although seeing them now without I, I, to me, you got to have Chris too. But I. I don't know. I'm just biased that way. I remember seeing them as a kid open for Kiss and they blew Kiss off the fucking stage and I was a huge Kiss fan. Oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a Kiss lover too. That was uh, with, well, that would have probably been '84, I think. That's it, man. That's yeah. it. They had their heads on the stakes on the stage. It was the last yeah. command tour, and yeah. I'm telling you, I've been oh, a so fan. Maybe it's a little, maybe it's a little bit after that, Ben. So what? Because I don't know. Did you see it in Florida? I did. I did. Okay, so maybe so maybe that was uh, this Kiss on the Asylum tour. Was Kiss touring for Asylum on that one? It was. Okay, so yeah, okay, so yeah, maybe maybe eighty five, eighty six, something. Yeah, because they were they were already talking about um, uh, inside the electric circus when I saw them. Okay, so yep. that would have been coming out, I guess, the next year. Inside the well, up here at least for for Wasp, they played with Slayer, and um, I want to say. I want to say Raven. I think I can't. Oh wow! Remember. It was that a different cool. music call, but it was it was Wasp, uh, Wasp and Slayer. And I remember um, just people being, you know, like kind of booing Wasp because at the time it was like all about fucking. Sure, of course, Slayer. of course, yeah, and I, so, I understand. You sure. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I always liked them, and I saw them. My favorite tour that I ever saw them um, in two thousand. It was either ninety. It was either ninety eight or two thousand. I cannot remember my years on this, but. They were touring with Motorhead, and it's one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Of a Wasp? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that tour. Yeah, and I, I remember okay. just being like, holy fuck. And I saw that at Masquerade in Atlanta, but that was it was unbelievable. I was spending the summer up there with my mom and her family and, and went to that show and was just blown away. Like, I couldn't yeah. believe that they were still that good. And, and yeah, like I said, there's a... One black, he had that, like, uh, motorcycle... Um, yes. Microphone stand. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of doing the like, kind of doing the nine inch nails thing. I guess mixed in with the wasp stuff is what it felt like to me. But whatever, you know. It was, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, being good. Yeah, that was at the Odeon here. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, went, I saw that. Yeah. And Lizzie Borden is another person that I would mention that I liked when I was a kid growing up that I never thought got any credit that I thought was very cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lizzie Borden, they, they got they were a little underrated. I mean, they 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 had some big push there for a for a quick minute, but. But I mean, they were fun live. Like I remember being like, "Wow, this is this guy's like Alice Cooper oh, on like you yeah, know, cocaine or something." Metal Road Show, man. Yeah, I mean, it was. They're, they're like one of the first, you know, like underground bands to put out a, a videotape. Yeah. You know? God, I, we got to have him on uh, Metal Blade. Uh, Nikki had hooked us up, and got us, got him on for us uh, last. Uh, that was back in 2017, and it, what a what a cool guy. That guy's just cool, um, you know, and underrated. I think you know him and. But like I said, with Wasp, for me, um, it's it's it'd be weird to go see them now. I mean, I want to, but without Chris, like I love Chris. Like I think Chris is just as important as Blackie in that band to me as a songwriter. But yeah, yeah he definitely. I mean, he he had the, the personality. To, you know, oh my god, dude! I was scared to death of him as a kid. <laughs> I remember him like screaming on stage and stuff, and like. He was huge. He looked like a fucking yeah. linebacker, you know. Like yeah, I was like, man. Yeah. But and that was that was funny because and see, I think it just kind of transcends into into me as, a, as a, in my late teens into my early twenties with Deicide because the Hoffman brothers looked like that to me when I first saw Deicide. <laughs> I was like, it's it, there's two Chris Holmeses up there. It's like, yeah. so, you know. So that was always, but but yeah, I I was just curious if that was like something else that was an influence for you growing around the same time as me because I, I I feel like. Oh yeah, I mean, at, at that point, I mean, uh, you know, even a really twisted sister yeah. records for me too. I don't know if you're, yeah, yeah, Motley Crue, Dio. Oh yeah, but yeah, I mean, you, how could you not be into it? if if you're a kid in 1984? I mean, heavy metal was pretty much at its for me its commercial peak, right? Oh yeah, it was at the threshold. Sure. So yeah, it's interesting. I I was always curious with like. Um, my parents were super religious too, so you know horror movies were another thing. Satanist religion? No, God, no, no, okay. no. Like super, like super Baptist, Methodist, like hardcore, yeah, like yeah. Southern. You know, because I South. grew up in the South. Yeah. But what was so funny was my mom was still just like, 
you know, I remember being like, you know, nine or ten years old. It's like I'm not going to take you to the movie theater to see Friday the Thirteenth, but you know, I'll uh, I'll rent it for you. I'll rent it for you. No, so she enabled me. <laughs> She's yeah. she's enabling the habit. I'll buy you the Wasp album. Don't tell your dad you went to the concert. You know, so my my mom was the the best man. I, um, but so it was. She was always supportive of me. You know, being into my. She was a huge Elvis fan, so she like you know. She was one of the people that still believed he's alive. And you know, my mom was so cool and saw Elvis like a bunch. And wow. so she was really interesting on stuff. Like I was just curious. Did you? So were horror movies like a thing with you too when you were growing up? Was it like? Was it part of the Forbidden Fruit with the metal stuff, or were you, were you into it as well? Or you know what? I mean, the, that kind of stuff. I mean, I was always pretty much just into metal and rock, man. I mean, all the other stuff I didn't really, um, you know, you know, of course, you know, watch, you know, your Friday the Thirteenth and shit like that. Sure, but um, I, I didn't really, I didn't really dive into it like I did music rock music you know, right, right. I mean, that, that it was it was just pretty much that that was it i mean when i was a little kid you know like seven and eight years old it was football and stuff you know i go oh, you know, collecting football cards oh that's cool and, and doing that kind of stuff and then but once i heard music then it was all over from there it was everything was to the way side nothing else gotcha you know, to quote james hetfield nothing else matters okay. you know, <laughs> um besides uh music and heavy metal especially that's cool. Yeah, I see. I was into comics, and I read Fangoria. I was really into like all that stuff. So I think that's kind of where, you know, it was yeah, it was the gateway for hand me. Hand. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, that's kind of what we did this podcast. It's supposed to be both, but it's 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 funny because I just I was just curious if that was something that you were ever ever into. Like I was, I'll tell you how much I was into it. I actually uh, I wanted at one time to go into like a special makeup effects thing and do that for like a living, but I never did. But, oh wow. Um, well, it's expensive, and now with everything CGI, I would I would be sitting behind a computer screen, which I would blow my head off because I don't want to do that. I would I, I'm more of a practical effects person. Uh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's 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 way better, of course. So, but but it's I mean, there are still people that use practical effects. Uh, there's a lot of if you I don't know if you've watched it, the last I'm not saying it's the greatest movie in the world, but that last Halloween movie that came out, that Halloween Kills thing. There's a lot of really cool practical effects in that movie. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we did go see that. I mean, did you notice? I mean, there's a lot of like cool gore, like actual effects in it. I thought that was cool that they did that. I mean, yeah. It's not all CGI, you know. So, um, but but yeah, I was just curious. so when you when you're doing like what with like with a, a midnight tour, like is is it? Um, do you feel like you express yourself more when when the, when the audience listens to your album, or do you feel like the live show is is more of where it's at? Um, yeah, that's that's. I guess up to uh, the person. I mean, um, it's. Uh, I, I think there are two different things, of course. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, the the uh, the live thing. It's, it's it's there for you to to get visceral, man. I mean, just just sweat and 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 uh, get whatever it is that you have in you out. You know, piss out your poison. Um, <laughs> right. Do, do what you got to do. Uh, but the but the records are, are are there as well. I mean, they're they're. They're there, put on and, and do as you will with them. You know, if if it was the seventies, people would be rolling dubs on them and 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 uh, partying with them. Now uh, they're they're putting them on a trophy and, and putting them in plastic and never touching them again. <laughs> so, so sweet death know. and ecstasy was the first thing I heard from you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Two thousand seven. Yep. Yep. So then. Um, I'm going to have to, I've listened to Rebirth by Blasphemy, but I've never been able to find it physically. So. Oh, okay. Well, damn. I'm going to have to. Nobody's not doing their job, then. Have to, well, I, I'm going to have to track it down. I think it's just more me finding an access point to do it. Probably needs to be an indie merch purchase. Um, yeah. But, yes. Yeah, so with, do you, do, do you handle all the production on these albums, or do you have a producer, or do you? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's, it is, it's me and then, uh, you know, the engineer, I guess, you know, he's the guy who, who pushes the buttons and, and pushes sure. the knobs. Um, and, you know, and, and if he has to add a suggestion, like, uh, maybe let's double that or, or stuff like that, um, you know, he does. And uh, so, it's, yeah, it's basically just a, a two-man operation when it, could, when it comes to going into the studio. Gotcha. Well, it's, I mean, the new record is fabulous. I've listened to it multiple times uh, on couple of different drives I probably shouldn't have taken, but gas I didn't have. But I, I enjoy listening to an album that way. Um, I had a place I had to go out of town, and I listened to the thing on the way up, and I listened to it on the way back. Um, do you... Um, 
as far as like uh, merch, you guys, I'm assuming, are going to have a bunch of merch with you on the tour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both our, our uh, the guy who comes out with us, you know, is a, is a good buddy of ours. Nice. Um, and he uh, he owns a screen printing company. Really? So, so it's 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 good to have one of your best buddies own a company. And, and it's so fabulous. He, he, so yeah, he loves to do that stuff. He you know, and for us, it, it, we're his like kind of you know his his pet band that he does. You know, like all the other stuff he does is like big corporate company. Oh, okay, like, sure, you know, sure. Like he, he makes it. He gets his uh, bread buttered somewhere else. You know, for us, we're just like uh, you know something that he likes to do. That's awesome. So, um, so he does that. Comes out with us and loves to. Uh, um, just jam metal, so it's, it's, it works out really well. Um, as far as is it hard for you with so much material to, to pick a set, or do you stick nearly with a new record, or how do you do that? As far as like when you show, do shows? Yeah, I mean, especially now. I mean, as the opener, because I think we get like maybe thirty, thirty-five minutes. So, I mean, for us, I mean, we have we have a quite a bit of material. You do more than I ever <laughs> thought we would. So, uh, to pick thirty minutes of that is is a bit is a bit tough. Especially when we have so many hits, <laughs> but um, uh, I just meant. Well, I mean, it's a lot of material, you know. So yeah, no, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a lot of, it's a lot of, we get a lot of tunes. So, but but fortunately, I don't I don't mind I don't mind playing these uh, 30, 35 minute sets. You know, it's it's a it's a good just smack in the face, waking people up and saying, and then realizing, well, what what the fuck was that? So right, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Now, have you toured with Watain or, or Mayhem before? No. Um, uh, so we, we, uh, we have it. So looking looking forward to it. Checking out the experience. Man, they were. I saw Watain, um, and I, I will pull no punches on this. I saw them with Behemoth and all these other bands, and they were the best band there. They blew me away. I I was not familiar with them, and I bought their stuff. And I got to meet Eric after the show, and I was like, "Why?" This is before we were doing this podcast, and I was just like, "Man, you guys were fucking great!" Like, I I loved it. I thought they were, <laughs> I thought they were great. <laughs> they're just crude, um, and then Mayhem, obviously, they're, they're great. Um, we uh, had Attila on the podcast back in 2017. He was really nice. That was a very strange experience for me too, because I have never done an interview in my life where they waited till every single human being was out of that venue and then took me to the band. So I was very scared. I thought yeah, I was like, so "This is that, that, that sounds like the beginning of a horror movie." Well, it was it was intimidating for for sure. So if <laughs> if you see that, feel free to tell him. I, that's one of the scariest things I've ever done because I I didn't know what was going. On. They literally emptied. I was in Nashville and they emptied the. I was I was visiting some buddies of mine that that uh, that, that lived there and and I went to the show there with them and Immolation. I believe I can't remember who the other band was on that tri- tribulation or somebody weird like that. But but anyway, it was it was a good bill. And but like I said, I had already interviewed Immolation, and they wait. This right when we like the second year we were in the podcast, and, and I sat, I stood in the venue, and literally they emptied the entire venue, including workers, and then the guy came and got me and took me to him. It was really bizarre. Yeah, very cool guy, and he was the only one there. Like I never saw any the other band members. It was just him, and it was it was it was. Uh, I, I had like an hour, so that was cool, and it was he was super nice, but it was it was it was kind of scary because I've never. Most people are like, hey, have a beer and hang out, whatever. This was very formal and it was very kind of scary because I just stood there in this venue with the lights out, standing in front of the stage where they had played until they came and got me by myself. It was just weird. It was weird. If you're trying to scare, if you guys wanted to leave the intimidation factor that you're mayhem from Norway and everything, it's, it, it worked because it, it it was terrifying. And he was wearing a beanie. It was so funny when he came downstairs. He had this makeup on. He had a little beanie on his coat. It was bizarre. But yeah, super cool. Super nice. But. Oh yeah, dude. The did did you watch that film that that they did the the, the mayhem movie the the um oh what's it fucking called? It's on like Netflix, I think. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the well, just uh, of like the of the book, the Lords of Chaos. Yeah, that that the Lords of Chaos. Did you watch the movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was at a at a at a horror film festival. Uh, a few years ago, and this is before like it was in like theater theaters, and like I got to see it like before it was like out out, and I watched it, and, and I thought it was fun or whatever. But there is not enough money on this planet, okay? There's not a briefcase big enough full of money for me to bring that up to any of them if I was ever interviewing them. 
any of the you know Hellhammer. There's no way, no, because I'm sure they probably fucking hate it. But I mean, I thought the movie was. I I, I don't know how accurate the movie was, is. I yeah, mean, but. yeah, it was, it was a movie. I mean, it was it was entertaining. I mean, I think that's what it was supposed to be. I don't think it was supposed to be a uh, uh, a, a genuine depiction of exactly what happened. I mean, just because I mean, just certain things. I mean, you look at the wall. I remember seeing. Uh, I think it was, you know, it was supposed to be uh, uh, something in Uranus's sure. room or whatever. And, uh, and then they showed, like, a, a, there was a picture of a 19, probably like a, a vanity nemesis type era or something like that. It's something frosting on the wall, I remember. Like, okay, well, that's not too accurate. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like, well, the, the thing that I thought was, the, the thing I was going to ask you that I thought was interesting about it was the whole thing with the, with the, um, I guess it was the guy from Emperor, but murdering the guy or whatever. That whole thing, like I mean, I don't know how much of that stuff's real and it is, and the church burning stuff. I don't. I'm not an aficionado on that, so you know. Yeah, yeah. But so, but it's one of those things where there is not enough money in a briefcase. Someone, because I had someone be like, "Oh, well, if you ever enter, you should you should ask Necro." I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, there's no, uh, uh-uh, uh, no." I've seen him. I've stood about 20 feet from him, and I'm like, I didn't even want to ask him for a photo. There's no fucking way if I ever got to interview that guy that I would ever fucking ask him about that. No, uh-uh. Because I know what the answer is going to be. I don't even want to... Even though what's weird about that film, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, I believe the guy that directed it used to be in fucking um, uh, Bathory. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's a, that's a good question. No, no, seriously, it is. It's somebody from... A member of Bathory directed that film. Which I thought was interesting too, but like any interview that I've like tried to read with like Necro Butcher or someone like or Hell, they're just like, oh, it's fucking dog shit. It's fine. I'm just like, ooh, yeah. There's yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure. And I'm sure it is. It probably is. And, and you're like, well, it's totally wrong. But you know, but as a as a movie or whatever, as, if if someone just wanted to be entertained for ninety minutes, yeah, whatever. I thought it was fun. It's interesting. The the Varg thing, I think, is way off. If you've ever watched any YouTube stuff with him, it's pretty entertaining stuff. He's an interesting gentleman. He's a he's a strange dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this album is so good. I'm sorry I've been all kind of over the place with you today. I just wanted to kind of shoot the bull with you. It's so easy to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time to do this today. I'm sorry yeah, if I man. talked your head off. I didn't mean to talk for so long. Um, oh, that's cool. Let There Be Witchery comes out from midnight on March 4th. Uh, from Metal Blade Records, and uh, they're going to be touring. Uh, and w- you want to talk about some of the European stuff you got coming up? Uh, man, I really don't. I don't really even know. I, I, I don't really. Go to their know. Facebook page. It's there. Well, yeah, somewhere, somewhere there. I mean, uh, like like I was mentioned before, I haven't really looked too far ahead because I didn't want to get too excited. Yeah, and then and then have it explode in my face. Right. You don't want to jinx it. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to do that either, for sure. Um, definitely not. Um, man, let's do this again sometime. I've, I've had so much fun talking to you. I feel like I'm cool. very easy to talk. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm sorry I, I like to talk. I didn't mean to keep you for so long if I've kept you from so long. Uh, okay. I apologize. Yeah, you got my number, so yeah. yeah uh, make sure, yeah, make, and if you're able to make it to a gig, make sure to say hello. Well, dude, I'll be in touch. Well, look, I, I can't thank you enough. I'm, I mean to talk your head off. Cool, man. All right, well, we'll keep in touch. Man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate right. you. Have a good one. Okay, brother. Okay, take care.